0: welcome back to the resupply with me guy next door and me once again fireball pk so glorious uh bringing you your weekly double tap of all things space marines and laser force um obviously we are without one old man fan this this morning this evening wherever you're watching from um he is currently traveling he went to see his mum. um and I'm very happy for him. That's really awesome that he could go, go and do that. Um, do it is. If, it's very nice. It wasn't a surprise though, right? That all kind of fell over.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, from my understanding of the story, it was meant to be a surprise. And then, uh, yeah, some fuckery happened since uh, supply chains are contracted for everything with rental cars and whatnot. <laughs> so it's a little bit awkward.
0: Yeah, that's okay. Uh, you know, if in doubt, call your mum. She'll give you a lift. Um mm-hmm. exactly. Oh, I'm coming hope. to visit you. You need to come get me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, can you please do my laundry. Well,
1: yeah.
0: she's <laughs> gonna borrow twenty bucks. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Love you. What else is a mom for?
0: Yeah, exactly right. Um dude the hair looks glorious. It looks uh I, I like it. That's uh that's truly fireball red.
1: Yeah, this is actually a mix of two colors. One of which is called Fireball, and there's also a little bit of orange in there called Nuclear.
0: <laughs> nuclear,
1: hey, Nuclear. Wolfman. So I got I got a Nuclear Fireball going on here. It's pronounced so, nuclear. Um... Nuclear. <laughs> it's my Nuclear hair. I'm gonna use nu- to go look at the fall foliage.
0: <laughs> fireball, D.K. about to drop nukes on your ass. That's that's there we go. That's it. Uh, you're tweeting around today. Catch you on later. Have a great pod. Thank you very much, Stanley. Thank you for um, uh, sorting out the Twitter things. <laughs> Thanks for doing Twitter things. Appreciate
1: it, man. Um, have a good day. Uh, well, I'm, put, I'm putting in for the, for the chat another oh, yes. shout out for for Autumn who does my hair and has some other cool videos online on a youtube page so check
0: them out her page is really cool and actually like i'm a big fan of asmr videos and hers isn't quite that because you know it's it's loud and like and stuff but like she's got quite (laughs) a because of loud stuff but she's got quite a good voice for like just generally listening to so yeah i you know i watch it and i'm just like this is really
1: pleasant to watch (laughs) (laughs) um you could just like recut it as like the the unintentional ASMR channels. Oh, I, see, I watch some
0: of those. I, I've watched mm-hmm. many many a Japanese <laughs> bartender
1: <laughs> quietly make a cocktail. It's great. Um, he just goes to Japan. All he does is just stay at the bar the whole time, just yeah, to, yeah. just to relax and watch the bartender make drinks. Can you make me a drink? But
0: also, can you whisper while you do it? <laughs> and they're like, "Get out! <laughs> <laughs> um, get your ass out of here!" <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: uh right so how's your week be man uh, you you had a good week obviously you got a pedicure got your hair did um
1: got my hair did yeah feeling a little bit more human than last week got myself a little bit of a lull before the storm before the next <laughs> batch of papers rolls down shit mountain and right on top of me
0: <laughs> um Wait, what I thought you are you. Have you guys just come out of like holidays? Don't everyone go on holiday over summer or something? Is that kind of yeah? Where we we're came
1: at? yeah we came back um, like for one of my colleges, like end of the second or third week of August. Mm-hmm. So usually by like mid August, we're starting back up, and then usually go until about right before Christmas.
0: Right. Okay. All right. So you're like back in the swing of things, right? Yeah, we're yeah.
1: we're solidly in to the. <laughs> To the term now, um, right? Yeah, so just mean stuff's rolling in, and yeah, I got a little bit that's coming in next weekend after the charity stream, fortunately, yeah. and I got a little bit of time to get those done. Um, and I was like, then unfortunately, when he's supposed to roll into town to come here and we're gonna hang out a bit, but that's when like I'm gonna get avalanche with papers from like all five of my classes. <laughs> so I'm like, I'll make time. We'll see you, but if I'm a little <laughs> distracted, you'll know why. But like once I get that batch done. It's like then stuff is is kind of chill for the rest of the term because when the last sense. papers come in, like I I don't have to leave comments or anything like that. Like oh, yeah. nobody cares; they're not going to read them. I'm just slap a grade on them and get the hell out of
0: here. <laughs> we're done, right? Yeah, we're done. Cool, peace. Start start throwing at the dartboard. What is that? <laughs> B. All right, it looks good. Done. <laughs> Everything else is <laughs> on the curve. <laughs> um, right on. I, I'm glad. I'm glad. Like yeah, it, you seem a little chipper uh after getting your hair done which is nice um it's this is part
1: of managed self-care for yeah. sure
0: uh which is important lesson for anyone else out there uh if you need some if you need some self-care make some time for you okay because you're worth it all right um man the the lead up to the charity stream has has got me working overtime um which i'm very excited about I've, I've, i'm putting in work to make it a, a, a fun entertaining 16 hours um but yeah it's it's uh, it's take it takes a lot of work to do this this stuff but hopefully it pays off and you guys enjoy it um yep. one of one of the things i am stuck on is we have this we have this wheel of doom we've talked about in the past i showed dk before um we had this wheel of doom that I, I need a couple more things for it. Um, I'm not happy with, with the things I'm not happy with just the things that are on there. Um, and I'm a little concerned. We've got one, which is pie face, um, which basically Dan's <laughs> going to like, you know, hit me in the face with a, a pie. Um,
1: what if you run out of pies? I mean,
0: well, so I only have, it, I only have it on the <laughs> list once. Uh, but no, in my luck, it'll happen first thing in the day. <laughs> the thing that really concerns me is because i want to donate my hair if we end up you know hitting our goal uh if we end up hitting our ten thousand dollar goal anyone that doesn't know i'll be shaving my head on stream uh and donating my hair to uh another company that makes wigs for um people going through chemo uh but if we do if we do hit the goal one of the things they need clean hair surprisingly um and i am a little concerned that with the pie face pie in the face um i'm gonna i'm gonna try and get like a shower cap or something to 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 gather everything and make sure that it stays reasonably clean (laughs) but i am concerned that if we if we do that sort of stuff um they're gonna be like what why is there cream
1: (laughs) what's wrong with your hair yeah you probably just have to shower before you shave it it, well you know what that's going on stream too so you know what (laughs) everybody's gonna get one you bargained for i mean hot, I see tubs, Steve get the shower. hot tub stream is a thing why not why not
0: watch me have a shower vacuum that that might be the way to go hello hello to you man brolies um i don't know i've got to try and keep it as as uh as clean as possible so that one may still come off off the list which would be a shame because i think it'd be pretty funny to watch me get wrecked by a pie uh but if anyone has any punishment ideas that doesn't involve me eating spicy shit uh let me know um I, i'm I'm open to it <laughs> um right uh what have we got oh speaking speaking of autumn uh as in the the uh, the person that does your hair on a regular um very happy birthday to you I believe it's your birthday today here in New Zealand uh or new zealand my, birthday yeah happy new zealand birthday um i think heathen if he's around he had his birthday earlier in the week so happy birthday to you as well um right we we heard through the grapevine before we get into the, the crux of the show today uh i heard I, i've heard and seen a couple of uh things a couple of rumors uh that are laser force related because apparently this is a laser force podcast that we do (laughs) Uh, sometimes uh the first one probably the most important thing is that uh we got a message saying that there's possibly a zone site up north uh looking to convert to a laser force site um i don't know north so like the ocean (laughs) <laughs> there's there's like a whole nother like <laughs> bit to the country above auckland <laughs> um this is this is especially good news for me because uh we we're potentially looking to move up north and if if there is a laser force up there that i can like play it on a regular basis peace auckland's laser force i'm setting my own scene up up north um but, I mean, that is something that, that is another draw. So, like, if, yeah, there is a laser force that can put up, up there. We'll look to do a road trip up there. Um
1: Ooh, I'm Steve,
0: I have four laser force sets <laughs> to play at. Look at me. Well, actually, uh, I hate to correct you, but it's more than four.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where's your closest one? Yeah. Where's your closest one? St. George? <laughs> oh,
0: no, no, no. no, no. Uh,
1: Technically, I think San Marcos is close, and there well, there's one in Long Beach. It's part of an FEC, I think, but that's still six and a half hours.
0: <laughs> yeah, so in six and a half hours, uh, in the yeah, there's there's maybe seven sites, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we have yeah. we have four now in Auckland. <laughs> it's great. Um, oh, it's four now. I the, thought it was only three. Uh, My bad. Wire um game over paradise and other paradise um that's double paradise bro. it's double paradise no than's life story today what, has he got a life or something he does he's visiting his mum. um also him hap-
1: leaves that are that are this color
0: <laughs> gonna go over to new england check out the fall um happy birthday bro uh i hope i hope it was a good one we're, we're talking about the the rumors of the uh the uh Whangarei, uh laser laser force that's potentially gotten in, um that you uh so helpfully put into the discord um and if if that does end up being a thing then i think traveling north to go play it is easier is a lot easier for uh, a lot of us actually than traveling you know south to go to um taranaki or or um wellington so it's not a rumor check their facebook page oh goodness me um do you know what it's Fake called news. Fake news. <laughs> whoops uh do you know what what it's called what the what the place is called um there's pics of gen 7 oh that's a shame i wonder if they've bought like a second hand
1: system you spoiled asshole complaining about a Gen Seven. <laughs> Ooh no, it's only Gen seven. Ooh, what a bunch of crap. I don't want to play on that. <laughs> now uh, I didn't I
0: didn't I didn't complain. I don't complain. I say we take off and nuke the entire face.
1: site for Morbid.
0: Um Fangare Action Zone. Quick shout out to Fangare Action Zone. Um uh, let's see here. Fangare Action Zone, there's a little uh it's a little what what do they call it? A slideshow? Um, and let's see if we can actually. Well, you know what? We'll
1: bring it up later. We'll have a watch. Share. Yeah, we'll have a watch of that later. Um, I mean, I was, yeah, I was going to say, speaking of Facebook, since I don't uh, peruse that at this uh, current time, smart. I don't know if there's been any other news from US players about that proposed Detroit event that was, like, I think supposed oh, to happen yeah. sometime in the fall, but I have not heard anything about it from any other US players, but that may just be because I'm not on facebook so i don't know if that's kind of been put on the back burner or or what's happened with that
0: um i haven't seen anything either to be fair
1: um ooh. i don't think anything was confirmed per se i think it was just sort of talked about in the ether so it's possible that you know as covid restrictions kind of went back up here in the states that it seemed like we were kind of in the clear and we got in our our fake nats and that Nice little about six-week window where it looked like everything was getting back to normal. And then everybody said, uh, just kidding, actually, we're still fucked.
0: <laughs> I remember those times when COVID didn't exist in New Zealand. It was great. Um, yeah. Wolfman, we have no idea. That's a shame. Was it a and d no,
1: so There we go. Were you guys going to play D&D or something? Or, uh, I thought it was supposed to be like a like a mixed event. Like it was going to be part SM5, part D&D.
0: D&D slash yeah. DSM5, right. you try not to look at too much kicks in the farmer Oh, bro. I know what you mean. Hello. Hello to you, Mr. Doom. Hope you're well. Three team random. Ooh. Three player random teams. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh, dude. Nice. So, like, kind of like the triple threat that we did. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, dude. It's such yeah.
1: a. Which the, is a the format they've done before. Oh, okay. Cool. um yeah. Stop copying. So, no. no just kidding. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> um, says they have no idea. So, right. So that happens if it gets punted to next year. Or when things start getting back to normal yeah. again, so be it. Whatever. I mean, at, least we, of... at least we got some kind of event this year, which is cool.
0: Yeah. Um. Also, some idiot from your site got
1: the Rona. Uh, yeah, yeah, I heard. I heard about that. What would that idiot's name be, Wolfman? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh are we uh, are we are we throwing somebody under the bus
1: <laughs> <laughs> no I, I believe that was some self-referential humor right there oh self deprecation really? oh
0: well like all the all t's and p's to you my friend i hope you i hope you get better um also don't touch me no no am just kidding <laughs> just 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 joking just joking hope hope you're okay though i really do um I want to touch you so bad.
1: <laughs> no, Maybe.
0: that's how you get the rona, okay? Someone told me, they're like, you know, stay away from people. They'll make you sick, and then you'll die. Um. Actually, one thing I one thing that I got done during the week, I got my first shot last weekend. Um, Yay! Which, which is good, so... Uh, and which version of
1: 5G did you get plugged in?
0: We got a Pfizer. The Pfizer. Pfizer? Pfizer. Pfizer. <laughs> we got Pfizer. You got um,
1: Pfizer at the pharmacy.
0: <laughs> Actually, um, you don't know what the warehouse is. There's a place in in on the shore, and we, we that's where I went and I got it. it was cool. Place. Um, nice. They only the only one they offer here. Yeah, I don't I don't know. i, I heard that there was another one coming soon, but I don't know
1: because I don't care.
0: <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, so that'll be. Like, what? I'm not gonna catch COVID. My my countrymen aren't idiots. We only, <laughs> you get because you guys had what? Like I know it was big news in New Zealand that you discovered like 40 new cases or something yesterday. I was like, bro, that's what we call like noon here. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, there were 45 new cases yesterday. Apparently, there was a um, mm-hmm. um a funeral uh for mm-hmm. um affiliate. Uh, some, some gang affiliates and uh, I know the type of funeral that it is I know the type of funeral and so when I, I read a news piece about it and I was like this is a smear campaign I can't believe this journalist fucking asshole painting these these uh, motorcycle enthusiasts in a bad light um, but you know whatever <laughs> um, but yeah apparently there was a thing that, that a bunch of people uh potentially caught it um but you know it's gonna happen sometimes you gotta do burnouts in the street um speaking of um events so next year next year the there is a is it gonna be is it wct um in I don't Love know it.
1: if it's been given the official WCT branding or if it's going to be like a Loveland Invitational, but some sort of Loveland event, yes. Yeah.
0: Um, I saw so again on Facebook because that's where I get all my news. <laughs> um, uh, there has been talks of some certain uh, some certain players from the UK asking about what what uh, what certain events and stuff are going to be happening around the time. So, if that's anything to go by uh you guys you guys might have a contingent come over from the uk which would be really awesome um yes
1: come freeze your ass off in Loveland, colorado at the end of february
0: <laughs> oh oh yeah that's a good point wait if you're gonna go into february you might as well tie in a super bowl trip right because that oh that's start of february no that's like february.
1: early february yeah damn it
0: that'd be cool though man because it's in it's in la this year right yes it is i know yes yeah sounds right yeah it's less of a question and and
1: it's always very affordable by the way
0: (laughs) yeah what cheapest tickets are like four thousand u.s (laughs) gotta be um apparently the average ticket price for this weekend's uh patriots versus tampa bay game um at were like twelve thousand (laughs) dollars that's the average that was the average price um I don't know why. <laughs> um, yeah, crazy. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, Ducky. <laughs> why did that get flagged?
1: Because of the book. Um, no, because that combination of um, numbers is referential to um, some white supremacist affiliation. <laughs> oh, Ducky. Because. Uh, uh, H is the 8th letter of the alphabet yeah, yeah, so 8-8 yeah, eight, yeah. Eight is yeah. yeah yeah. and 14 refers to a 14 word manifesto that's associated with white supremacists so, Goodness yeah. me. Um, so don't make me regret adding that as a permitted <laughs> term Ducky now you're going to get us fucking brigaded <laughs> yeah they're like there's
0: a lot of white people on this podcast let's put a
1: fucking dollar sign in front of it so we know that it's <laughs> First of all, first Ducky says that Texas can't run on white power, and then he's throwing around fucking gang signs. I mean, Twitchbot
0: is telling us a lot about <laughs> you, my friend. That's, is that actually your case numbers today? Oh, goodness me. Um, Wow. Coincidence? I, I don't think so. You know what else is not a coincidence? Birds being cameras. Not a co- coincidence. I'm just What's saying fake, it's correlation. Covenant racist as fuck. Sucks it really really just um right so uh hopefully hopefully it means that the uk kids can come over and have have a bit of a run around with you guys um are, are you planning on going to that tournament
1: i am um i have not talked to anybody about uh teams or anything yet but i imagine something will be in the works um initially i had been kind of waiting to see if i was going to be able to teach all remote which i'll be all remote at one college but i am going to have to go in in person for my other ones at least it looks like right now but i've never had trouble like taking some time off so i'll just be like you know what we're gonna have online assignments that week and uh yeah i'm i'm just gonna be over here
0: (laughs) i I hope so i hope things look it'll be like a good
1: point this semester too because it'll it'll be like we'll be in for like six weeks and be like you know everybody just, just take it easy this week i'll, I'll
0: see you later <laughs> what are you doing not you it's none of your business I'll don't worry about you, it i'll see you next don't worry week about it, guys. um i i hope i hope that is the case it'd be nice to kind of see um another another chance for everyone to kind of gather and um hang out in a safe and socially responsible way um yeah we'll, we'll see uh, i know um uh, sergeant tucker is very excited about the tournament at some point uh, probably closer to the time we'll have him on and we'll, we'll talk about you know the tournament and what it's going to look like and maybe who's thinking about coming and yada 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 um uh we yeah we we talked about potentially doing it like this week but i was just like now nah, we'll we'll leave that till it's closer We're it, was like, a, it was a bit far in advance a little bit yeah <laughs> um you're reading up on your next assignment dk's alibi yep um yeah so uh yeah and you know you never know maybe maybe i doubt it but maybe uh new zealand will have have uh got to a point of vaccination rate where they're like you know what anyone who's not vaccinated fend for yourself now you guys can go and travel if you want to enjoy and um, that'd be cool yeah, that's the I'm, case. I'm
1: assuming that once your guys's vaccination rate is high enough that um, your country will start allowing in vaccinated individuals from other countries to maybe come visit you, which I would, would be nice. I
0: that's the case. And they they, talk, you know, they talked about having a 90% rate, and I, I don't know if that's achievable or not. I, I mean, you know. I mean, the NBA did it, and some of those guys are idiots, so... <laughs> Can we just open the board and kick the anti-vaxxers out? Nah, like, keep them here. The way I see it is if, if you don't want to be vaccinated, that's that's cool. That's your choice. And, then you you know, if you get the Rona, then so be it. Well, I guess it's the more it's more of a concern than passing the Rona on to people who are vaccinated. But um, I don't know.
1: Yeah, the, the higher that we can get the rate, the less likely it is to spread overall. So, I mean, if we could get to, like, 97 98 percent of the populace we'd be in, this, in much oh man, better I, shape
0: i can't imagine that is even going to happen in the states i, I know we're not <laughs> we're not going to
1: get it in the states i mean the the big thing for us now is just with more employers requiring it and with more like state and federal agencies requiring their employees or their contractors to get it we're just hoping that maybe that'll get us like over 80 percent, and we'll mm. just get the transmission rate low enough that it's not going to be as serious of a problem in the US. Yeah.
0: Look, I I'm I'm not a kind of person to tell anyone what to do. Um so, you know. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> Good for Guja. Honestly, like uh, we we had our first one uh so far no adverse reactions or anything apparently the second one is brutal we'll see we'll see when when
1: we it depends to... um i mean i got Moderna instead of pfizer for yeah. me the first one i had maybe like a 12 hour malaise the day after i got it second one i had no issue whatsoever yeah like other than sore arm
0: yeah hey smiley what's up um yeah yeah like i felt tired later that day and my arm hurt but like both of those things are acceptable that uh, was better than the
1: rona that's all yeah. i'm saying
0: yeah uh right we're gonna we're gonna pivot away from this topic. Um, when's my second? Haven't booked it yet. It'll be in like six weeks probably. Uh, talking about the side symptoms, sort of, sort of. Um, we're done talking about that though. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have more pressing matters. So uh, that's done
1: for our amateur epidemiology hour.
0: <laughs> um, for you think that's more important? Telling people who are on the fence about it. That you didn't die, the Earth is round, and the shot gave you five G. I will. I think I said that. No, no, no. Stick around, Tucker. <laughs> um, I think uh it's it's funny though because every time you come in, you you've missed something that is potentially like relevant to you, or is something that you would enjoy. Because <laughs> we just got talking about uh your tournament next year, uh, <laughs> which is how we got to this topic. But um, yeah. Yeah, I, like I said that last week on the pod, like if it gave you good 5G reception, stoked, because then I could move to the country and have really fast internet. Yeah, really, Tucker. Every single time, it's funny, it, it cracks me up. Being sick sucks? Oh, dude, rough. <laughs> also, time zones. Time zones bullshit. Um, But yeah, we're pivoting. Watch us pivot. Um, So, uh, as many of you know, um we have a uh, it's like a week away now holy shit next saturday uh so this time next week um we here on the resupply channel will be doing a 16 hour long marathon charity stream uh we are raising funds for uh, starship children's hospital here in Auckland New Zealand um specifically to raise funds for their air service ambulance. And the air service ambulance helps to transport sick kids from around the country to Starship, um on, you know, moment's notice, uh, which is not not cheap. Um Sounds high tech as fuck. It's pretty cool. It's 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 a <laughs> hospital it not a hospital, it's a ambulance that flies. Um which sounds magical and it is. It is magical. Um, I've watched a couple of videos about the service and and shed a couple of tears on some of the stories. So naturally, I've included some of those videos throughout the day to hopefully guilt trip you into giving money to the charity. We'll see, though. We'll see if it works. (laughs) Um, Exclamation exclamation charity in chat if you want to check out the donation page. Um, The day will be full. (laughs) Your country is tiny, can't cost that much to fly across it. That's a common misconception. I'll, I'll have you. I'll have you know, Ducky.
1: Yeah, that's why I assumed that area north of of Auckland. It just it looks like a very narrow. strip. I just thought that was like the airstrip that you take coming into Auckland.
0: <laughs> um, well, so it's funny. Like there's there's certain maps where you can like, you know, like get the true scale of countries compared to other countries. I think mm-hmm. New Zealand. The length of New Zealand is like the length or almost the length of the Australian eastern seaboard. I think. Um. I think that's how it works. So it's it's yeah, long. Which is very similar to the west coast of the United States. Exactly right. It's just not very wide. It's like a 7-hour drive to the top. Yeah, yeah, from Auckland, exactly right. It's 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 a distance. Um but the day will be full of uh like fun community uh games. Um we've got a couple of interactive things, there'll be rewards along the way, so I've got a bunch of rewards uh, or punishments for me, um, for every $500 we raise, so that's going to be fun, and then if we hit our goal of $10,000, uh, I'll be shaving my hair off and donating that to, um, uh, a company that, um, <laughs> a company that, uh, makes wigs for people who've gone through chemotherapy, so hopefully we can make that happen, um, nerf roulette, I'm thinking I will put that on the, on the cards, Al, maybe we'll have a chat about how that's going to work, um as part of the stream um as part of the stream uh we have a very special uh dk's dnd chronicles um uh, do you wanna do you wanna tell us a bit about it
1: <laughs> yeah so i alluded to this i guess it was just last week that it is an idea I've been working on for a little while that is um, a Space Marines 5-inspired one-shot of d and yes. I say inspired because it's not going to be a one-to-one translation, um, obviously, because there are a lot of elements of Space Marines 5 that do not really translate to tabletop D&D, and there's a lot of elements of tabletop D&D that don't really translate to Space Marines 5. But at least the idea of having five character classes with reasonably clarified um roles commander heavy scout ammo and medic are going to be part of um the the adventure and we have five players who are uh generously going to be part of our stream which will include obviously me as the dm steve is gonna be one of the players alongside our co-host than Um, We'll be bringing in Al and Ducky, and for making uh, their resupply uh, premiere, I believe, will be Aiden, a.k.a. Odin's Fist, also from Sacramento. Um, So we'll get some more people from my time zone to have fun in our D&D shenanigans. Um, But when I was putting this together, and I asked, okay, well, what do you guys want to play for your different roles are you partial to anything in particular and everybody kind of just said uh i, I don't know we'll, I'll, I'll play whatever so we kind of came to an agreement that it would just be fun to allow the uh cup of destiny or i guess it's really more of a wheel of destiny but that didn't make us as, as fun of a title <laughs> for our episode um so we'll be drawing positions live today and uh probably talk a little bit about them and what they're going to look like for the stream for next week
0: um now do we want to do that uh after like do you want to talk a bit about how the, the campaign's going to run or would you
1: would you want to do the spin a wheel first <laughs> uh why don't we why don't we spin the wheel and then i'll do like a little bit of a rundown maybe on the the positions as we go through okay, i mean cool. does that sound
0: yeah. reasonable that sounds pretty good uh let me just change to here oh look at that we're switch sides <laughs> um and if you want to share your your wheel go to that the picker wheel All yeah right. uh and we'll watch that stream there we go perfect oh yeah it's the same it's, yeah it's, it's the same it's the same
1: one same one just the the colors aren't as fun and i don't have a little laser dude who's shooting things so it's that's the the broke version
0: yeah (laughs) it's it's wish uh spinner wheel yeah that is it's wish wheel of doom Wish wheel of doom um so the way we were going to do it was uh yeah like we, we talked about it during the week and and we were like oh so uh does anyone have a preferred position and you know of course none of us are going to be like oh yeah i absolutely want to play commander or whatever because you know yeah whatever also since you guys
1: don't really know what they do anyway
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so we figured like yeah the, the best way to do that would be to do it as a uh pick a wheel of destiny um which is kind of in line with a lot of a lot of like random draw tournaments um so it seemed only fitting to apply the, the thing here. Uh, you know, Streamlabs has an inbuilt wheel. I do. Um, I've moved away from Streamlabs for the most part. Uh, which is why I won't be using it in, um, uh, for the, for the charity stream. Uh, but that's okay. Um, you're surprised that you're not duking out with ducky for heavy. Now nah, everyone knows I'm a better heavy than ducky. <laughs> oh, here come the fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting involved on this one. <laughs> you know, stream has... oh, wait, wait, wait. What in the world are we up to? So, yeah. Uh, spinny Wheel of Disney. <laughs> um, okay. Oh. Hey, Ma. Uh, that's my mum, everyone. Uh, any air ambulances is um... great. Koru, especially... Uh, but just to mention your dad was transported within a very short time from Mackay hospital to Brisbane. And even though the air ambulance trip back to Mackay had logistical issues, the flight itself was so supporting and they even let me go on the flight with dad. Um, big support and grateful for this life saving service. Got to go. Now I was preparing f- motor for camping at a Bush glamp. Ukulele festival. Ma have a, such an amazing time at the ukulele festival. Um, I don't are you playing I don't think you are playing if you are please record it <laughs> it's in some videos um I remember actually uh that's a good point I, I was in Brisbane when dad got um uh moved from um Mackay uh, from Mackay to Brisbane or maybe it was the other way around and they have a very very strict passenger only um passenger only uh what's it called? Policy? Yeah, that's the one. Policy. <laughs> um and uh, mostly because if if they get if you, if they are in the air and they get diverted somewhere to pick somebody else up, like pick up another passenger, they can only have so many people on the plane and if there's you know, if there's people who aren't needing the the um services on the plane, they'll kick you off and leave you wherever they've landed. So um thankfully thankfully that didn't happen to mum and, and they weren't required to go pick anyone else up which is uh, a good thing i suppose um but yeah hopefully hopefully we can raise some money for uh that service here um but for specifically for for very sick children um steve everyone knows steve never plays medic 100 percent right <laughs> <laughs> oh boy i feel a jinx coming on <laughs> uh you need two wheels one do random
1: choose the player first
0: i mean i could do that well here. I, or i've di- done that
1: I, was gonna, I, was gonna, I i actually did that before we started with the, the stream so first first up i had um aiden it was going to be the the first uh potential victim of our wheel here excellent did all right
0: did they say what they were like keen to play or
1: no Aiden was cool to go along with um with the the wheel of destiny here Amazing. so Good sport. All right. Here we go. Ooh. Okay. I love the confetti. So in's going to be heavy. All right. Cool. Amazing. <laughs> All right. So I think we have to do hide that choice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're left with four. Okay. Um, l- let me talk a little bit about the, the heavy position and um stuff that that we have going for that sweet so again because it doesn't necessarily align 100 percent with uh regular space marines but the heavy as a lot of people would imagine is going to be sort of the primary tank of the the group um not everybody's attacks are going to be ranged so the heavy is going to be a melee specialist um Just as a little bit of background info for the episode, so if you're familiar with other D&D stuff, uh, basically every class is going to have 10 hit dice, so they're equivalent to roughly like 10th level characters that people are going to be playing. Um, Everybody is going to have the ability to cast spells, but they have to pick up the spells as items. Essentially, um, all of them have a, a, a little special item that allows them to get runes that they'll find at other parts in the dungeon they can plug those in and then they can cast spells using those runes so everybody will have the ability to do that cool. um, for the design of the classes basically i took a lot of the mechanics that i like from a lot of various fifth edition D D classes and one thing that i really like that a lot of classes do um, especially like the bard and the Battlemaster, uh, a few other things like that, is they have sort of a a pool of dice that they can use to influence the um, sort of the the mechanics of the game thing that's that's happening. Like sometimes you can add a die, add a roll to something that you're doing. You can give it to another player. It can add damage. It can add to hit. It can add to saving throws. All kinds of things like that. So every class is going to have at least one sort of pool of dice they can use to sort of fuel their abilities that they can use to do different things. Um. So the heavy specifically is going to be the tank. They're going to have the most hit points. They're going to have, um, actually, they'll have the second best armor class behind the, the commander. Mm. Uh, their primary ability is going to be things like strength and constitution. So they're very much like a fighter, paladin, barbarian, sort of in that mold for, uh, for, for D&D. They are a frontline combat specialist who can deal the most melee damage and they can absorb the most punishment. They're not particularly dexterous, but they can use all weapons, and their heavy armor gives them the ability to hang in a fight longer. Um, So they have a a couple abilities. They are weapon masters. So the heavy uh, crits on a natural 19 or a natural 20 uh, is one ability that they get. And when they roll a 1 or a 2 on a damage die, they get to re-roll it and then uh, take the, the new result. After that, and fortunately, there's a script in Roll Twenty that already does all that stuff <laughs> automatically, so players are going to have to like keep track of what they rolled at any given time. Um, but those are special things that the heavy is going to get.
0: So, um, Maddie, in check, can this be shared on Discord for people to read if they would like to later?
1: Yes, I, I actually do have a document Amazing. that uh, explains a lot of these abilities, and I will. I'll, I'll probably go ahead and share it on Discord uh, maybe as soon as the, the episode's over and people can check it out. I have it in a PDF that I sent to you guys. I, the only reason I hadn't posted it to the Discord yet was uh, mostly that I hadn't finalized some of the things. And some of them might still get tinkered a little bit with over the span of the week. Yeah, right. Um, the heavy is also going to be able, when they when they attack, they to attack twice, like a, a sort of higher level fighter or paladin or something like that would get to in a regular D&D game. And then their pool of dice that they get are called combat dice. So that can be used. Most of them have to deal uh, with doing additional damage on attacks, um, or in some cases, either buffing their ability to hit, dealing extra damage, causing some kind of um, special uh, status ailment to an enemy, or uh, buffing themselves with uh, additional points to their armor class for, for an overshield that allow them to like, sort of hang in a fight longer. Um, so those are what the, the heavy abilities are going to do. They're mostly about buffing themselves, their toughness, their damage, that kind of thing. Ooh. So that's what the heavy is going to do. All right. Shall well, I that spin again? pretty
0: friggin' sweet. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's do it.
1: Well, I know Aiden likes to play heavy, so I think Hell that'll yeah. be a good fit. All right, next up we have Al. Let's see what Al's going to play. <laughs> Boom. Ooh, okay, so Al's gonna be the ammo. Boop, boop. Get that noted. Did you okay.
0: Play, he didn't, Did he play ammo in the last?
1: No, 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 no.
0: Never mind. Rambling.
1: No, I was gonna say the last time we were in Brisbane, um, we started with Ducky at ammo at the weekend, and then I switched to ammo during right. that tournament. That's right. Infinite shots. Uh, so previous What's time that? Ammo? Yeah, that's right. Three time all-star ammo I think, pretty much <laughs> um and as much as i love ammo ammo actually had the hardest time translating to dnd terms right um because i'm like well what would an ammo do because i'm probably not going to make them really a ranged specialist because that's kind of what the scout does yeah. and it's not just going to be uh here here's your your shot so you can go <laughs> attack um so I actually renamed the ammo to the Ammunition and Technical Specialist. So they're modeled a little bit more on um the the Artificer class that was released for 5th edition, which confession I don't really like, the Artificer class in 5th <laughs> edition, um a Who lot does? of the things a lot of the things that some people like about the the sort of sci-fi turn of DD, i don't like in most of the DD games that i play like i don't like black powder weapons i don't like uh, like magical gadgets and stuff like that i prefer much more like the high fantasy look but for something like this right i wanted there to be this very kind of like fantasy meets cyberpunk meets sci-fi dark horror kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. um i think i think some people call it like arcana punk is sort of the genre that I'm that I'm going for, um, so I thought like using somebody who's a sort of gadget specialist would be kind of a good fit for the the ammo technical specialist. Wicked. Um, their hit die is going to be a d8. They're not really weapons specialists. They use lighter armor. They're going to be much more oriented around intelligence as their primary um, ability. So they are a master in the use of magical artifacts, both by utilizing their own equipment and turning enemy technology into useful tools for their allies. And by using their special gadgets, they're uh, sort of going to be able to aid in things like field control and also in helping to disable things like arcane threats and traps for the for the party. So there's a little bit of like sort of a, a rogue uh, skill, skill monkey type role that's in there.
0: What does this do? Click...
1: Pfft. shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I should have saved that for you, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this way Al can check out as many doors as he wants. <laughs> um, Super- so they <laughs> have a, a multi-tool, which is essentially like the Doctor Who sonic screwdriver. So they can use that for any set of tools that they have proficiency on. And one of the things they can do with this multi-tool is that they can reprogram an incapacitated construct. So constructs are one of the classes of monsters in d and 5e, so things that are like um, animated objects, golems, and things like that, those are constructs. So if you disable an enemy construct, you can try to use your multi-tool to try to reprogram it and essentially get yourself another ally, and you get yeah. control of that construct. But you can only control one at a time.
0: Right, It's like Mario
1: Kart. Um <laughs> So that's one thing that you can do. Um, they also have some of their own constructs that they can deploy on the, the field. They have... Um, For right now, they're going to have three with the possibility maybe to find more through Mm -hmm. the the adventure. Um, They have three autonomous defense sentries. So that will create a kind of miniature ally that you can use that can help you with field control. And your defense sentry has the ability on your turn, you can use a bonus action to activate it to have it do a flamethrower effect, which throws out a cone of fire. It has a force ballista so it can shoot this bolt at an enemy at distance or it can zap with a with a lightning turret can zap enemies that are around them um this sounds pretty fucking sweet awesome place <laughs> so that one will hopefully be fun they have uh some other attack options and they also have support dice so here's where i tried to kind of import the idea of being a resupply player in Space Marines Five, is that mm-hmm. their pool of dice they get are support dice to help um, their their allies. Right. So their gadgets can kind of help the party control the field and things like that. But they have the ability. Um, they have one that's called Ingenuity. So you can uh, roll your support die and you can add that to one of your allies who's making a skill check. So you know if you, need, you really need to pass, like um, somebody making a, a thieves' tools check to unlock a door, might be helpful for this group, right? <laughs>
0: um, what, my or making some other work? kind
1: of, of skill <laughs> check to, to craft an item or something like that, you can add that to their skill uh their skill roll they're making. Um, they have a, a power boost, um, so that Ooh. can buff your allies' attack or damage rolls. And they have a repair function, so their their little sentries or their constructs that they uh, have going for them, they can use that that die to help repair them to keep them in the field longer. Right. Sweet yep that's uh so,
0: there's a lot to that role um
1: there there is a lot um i'm so, glad that Al's and there's a lot to manage it, it can be sort of a um some of it will be very straightforward but in some cases it's like if you're having to manage uh you have you know a construct that's acting over here then you have your defense sentry that's over here and then you have to determine your action so yeah there are a lot of things that they can do yeah on their turn some awesome. of it will be pretty easy others of it you'll probably have to kind of manage a couple of different things yeah
0: yeah i'm very glad that al drew that because um He's a very smart man, so uh, I'm sure he'll play that
1: brilliantly. Sounds you like better. A All right. <laughs> Next up, we got we got Ducky. <laughs> so let's see what Ducky's gonna play.
0: Ooh, the Scoot. The Scoot. Doctor Who meets Mister Scott. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So the scout is going to be the ranged weapon specialist. The scout, I would say, is going to be based primarily off of a little bit of the rogue and ranger classes from D&D 5e. They're proficient in techniques of stealth and reconnaissance. They will help allow the team to assess threats and bypass hazards. that could delay them. And they're also, uh, like I said, the, the best ranged attacker. Um, can also kind of act as a little bit of a, a glass cannon type thing. So the scout is going to be unique in that they're going to be the only ones who start with dark vision. So if the lights go out, the scout is going to be able to still keep their their vision in the dark.
0: It's like reverse. And they also or... get
1: advantage. <laughs> uh, they get advantage on perception checks that that rely on sight. So that is kind of the scout role in a in a nutshell. There. Um, um they get a bonus to attack rolls they make with ranged weapons. Sorry, we were, can were ask something. Ah, oh, no, no,
0: no, okay. not at all. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, they get a bonus uh, to attacks with ranged weapons. I um, made something that originally I was going to call Sniper Sight, but I changed it to Missile Lock because, I mean, hey, it's SM5. we got to have a, a Missile <laughs> Lock that's in there. Um, I guess we're taking a little bit of an SM4 turn, though, since yeah. the Scout's getting Missile Lock. But that is going to be uh, kind of a version of, of Sneak Attack that I modified a little bit. So the scout, you can, as a bonus action, choose to give yourself advantage on your attack roll for that turn. But only if you haven't moved and only if you forego your movement for the rest of the turns, you have to, like, stop and get your bearings and line up your shot to do the missile lock. But if you hit with that attack, you deal 4d6 extra damage. Mm. So that is definitely, like, you line up and it's a powerful shot
0: Mm.
1: that you can do at a given time. Um, so that's one thing they need do their bonus action, but they can also dash or disengage as bonus actions as well. So that's where a little bit of that rogue scout around, get away from danger kind of thing comes in. Um, and much like the rogue in D and D, they also have the evasion technique. So if they are forced to make a dex saving throw that would ordinarily, uh, make them take half damage on a success, they don't take any damage right. if they succeed on the saving throw and they only take half damage if they, they fail. So, if there is a big explodey trap that's going to go off, maybe the scout's someone who you want to uh, disarm it because they're going to take less damage than everybody else and that kind of thing. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Ducky,
0: go uh, go open that door, would you?
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, their abilities that they have are going to be called tactical dice. Um, so those will all be oriented around different kinds of shots that they can pull off with their, their ranged specialization. There's an armor piercing shot that allows them to hit enemies, um, multiple enemies that are like in a line. They have a blinding shot that can help disable an enemy's vision and a crippling shot that will slow or delay an enemy's movement also. Right.
0: You have an NDE passive. What's
1: that mean? Oh, near death experience. Oh, <laughs> Uh-oh, the fly's back. Nah, no, this one's a moth. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, even scarier. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's the scout uh, in a nutshell, which means the only players we got remaining, G&D and Than, who's going to be commander? Who's going to be medic? I'm gonna... So next up... Yeah, I'll... yeah, Next up is... Yep, next up is, is you, Mr. Oh, Steve. really? Okay, cool. Yep, yep. But, I mean, whoever gets one, the other person's going to get the other. So here we go. Steve is going to get... <laughs>
0: Let's go medic. Let's go medic.
1: There <laughs> we go. A team with guy next door is the medic and Than as the commander. What could go wrong?
0: <laughs> Why is the medic so yelly? If <laughs> <laughs> we're all dead now. <laughs>
1: oh hi Lucy, how are you? Oh, well, this could be interesting. <laughs> Um, yeah Uh-oh. one of the the challenges in putting this um game together was obviously i haven't tested these classes or anything like that i'm just going off of my estimation of what D&D runs like so maybe you guys will just roll through this whole thing and just absolutely stomp my monsters or we'll have a tpk at the end of hour one <laughs> who knows that's part of the fun we'll see what happens with that's this right.
0: thing uh so maddie uh we were rolling to see you got medical commander out of me and Uh, I got Medic, Than is going to be the commander. And also, hello, Podgy Panda, how are you, brother?
1: So the Medic, we'll start there, um, is not just a heal bot in this version of the game that is part of their function. As you might imagine, they're not necessarily uh, the most sort of skilled in frontline fighting. They can only use simple weapons, but they do have decent armor. They can use heavy armor if they want to. They're going to be um, more uh, wisdom-based. Oh, and I realized I have a typo in my document, so I'll have to fix that before <laughs> I, I release this to the public. Because their spellcasting ability is going to be wisdom. <laughs> They're much more like a cleric. Wait,
0: wait, wait. wait. So, so I have to be wise?
1: <laughs> Try your best, buddy. It's role-playing. <laughs> Shit.
0: I uh, hope you have some extra content in this backup. No, we've got, what, three and a half hours blocked out for, for this campaign?
1: Yeah, um, so that should be enough to get through two doors. <laughs> and I mean, I think it's quite possible, probably probable, that we might not get through all the material. And if we do end up running over, we'll probably schedule uh, maybe an additional session to, to finish it off somewhere down the line and continue streaming that for people who want to see the conclusion. Hell yeah. Um, but it might end up going really fast. I, I tried to time it for about four hours but i probably got a little carried away with myself and again <laughs> you never know with D. some stuff that claims that it should be a, like a two hour runtime yeah. can be stretched out to eight hours some yeah. stuff that looks like it's gonna be a six hour adventure can be done in an hour depending on how you play it and all that kind of stuff
0: i am um, i think i think the likelihood is that we'll go that would be probably won't finish and if that's yeah. the case i'm kind of banking on it actually if that is the case then we'll do a follow-up stream mm. and and you know do it later but i'd rather we i'd rather we run out of time than yeah you know finish out way early so i think it'll be sweet Yep. (laughs) what a history professor getting carried away i don't believe it (laughs) okay so other
1: stuff for the medic so not only are you skilled at healing wounds and things like that you're also able to employ uh stuff like alchemical knowledge to help prevent harm from finding your allies in the first place um And you also do have some combat abilities that you can use to help slow enemies down. So the medic, uh, among other things they have, one is that they have hardy fortitude. Because they've been exposed to so many poisons over the years, they have resistance to poison damage, and you can't be poisoned. You're immune to the poisoned condition.
0: Do I have a deviated septum? (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, no kamikaze medic.
1: Ah, I mean, uh, you can play your character however you want. Mm.
0: I think I might Um, be a fancy British man.
1: (laughs) That sounds excellent. I love that idea. I have to figure
0: out how a fancy British man talks.
1: I mean the the graphic that I ended up using for the medic is like uh looks like a very prim and proper elf, so I think having him be a a British man would be perfect. Excellent. Uh, The medic also has a specialized syringe, so. For most people, if you have to take a potion, that's going to use your action. But if the medic uses a potion, they can put it in their specialized syringe and then they can inject it either to themselves or an ally, as long as they're touching them, using a bonus action instead of a regular action. So you can deploy potions much faster than a normal person. Right. Uh You can also (laughs) use your, your healer's kit to restore hit points to one of your allies. Um, which is a, a similar to the same way that we used to do it in d and I don't remember who had the, the healer feat. I assume that was Al. I think it was. Probably had the healer feat, where, uh, yeah, you, you can you can bandage people up, but they only get to benefit from that once per short rest. Right. But, it, you know, it restores a decent number of hit points. Um, the Medic does have some attack cantrips also. They have uh, one called Optical Flare, which is very similar to the bard's uh, vicious mockery, where it only does a small amount of damage, but it also distracts the enemy, so they get disadvantaged on their next attack. Right. And you have an acid-based attack called caustic brew that you can use to <laughs> uh, to, to sort help me. melt your enemies.
0: Oh, yeah, hey, you're I'm, brew. I'm a caustic brew. Caustic <laughs> brew. Yep.
1: Um, the medic has two different pools of dice that they can they can deal with as well. So one of their dice pools is a healing dice pool. So you have 10 of those, which is twice as many as people usually have. And you can use a bonus action on your turn to spend one or more of these healing dice to heal one of your allies. And you can do it even even at range. So you can help uh, get your, your allies back on their feet quickly. Um, the other ones are protection dice. So those can be used to fuel a couple different abilities. One is um, called energy shield. So you can reduce damage from elemental sources and also give uh, your allies temporary resistance against that element. So just it stops damage from coming in and makes them a little bit tougher against that same element. So if you're up against an enemy that likes to use a lot of fire damage or something like that, you can throw out some of these energy shield dice and and help keep your allies in the fight longer and stop them from getting damaged in the first place. Mm um there is another one that it provides cover and it will help buff an ally's armor class so the heavy can buff their own armor class but the medic can uh buff other people's armor class right. as well can you do a double um, and, buff yeah you could even do a double buff so if you wanted to, to just shore up your heavy for a round to give them like a, a 30 armor class it's possible you could do that <laughs> tank Odin's first let's go yep and then the, the last one I think I called interposition. So that also involves disrupting an enemy's attack. So you either you can cause it to eventually miss or you can mitigate some of the damage that comes in right. uh, to your ally as well. So yeah, those are all yeah. things that are, so it is, a, it is a support position, but there are other things that you can do as well. You have some things, some damaging um, attacks that can also help your allies at any given time because it sort of slows enemies down and uh there might be some things the medic can do that they'll be able to pick up in the dungeon that might require some sort of analysis of chemicals and medicines that might allow you to also expand your your range of options as well so that'll be kind of the medic's role as you go through yeah. so last but not least let's talk about than's role because than is going to be the commander
0: um unseen, seen than play commander it's a
1: glorious thing <laughs> he's crafty yeah that form. you do So the commander, this one I also had kind of a tough time with, just not making it a sort of carbon copy of the heavy or the scout, because I'm like, okay, if the heavy is the melee specialist and the scout is the range specialist, where does that leave the commander? So the commander I kind of decided is kind of a, a jack of all trades. But master of none, um, and and sort of this arrangement. So they're pretty decent with both melee and range weapons. They're just not quite as good range as the scout is, and they're not quite as good as the heavy mm. at um, at melee stuff. But the commander does have the best armor class, at least the best base armor class of any of um, the the other classes. They're a little bit tougher than scouts, animals, and medics. So very much keeping in the philosophy. With SM5 as a base game. The heavy has a hit die that's a D12, so the biggest one. Commander has a D10. Everybody else has a D8. So the commander's still going to have more hit points than the classes that aren't the heavy, essentially. So very similar to SM5, right? They're mm-hmm. one of the better attackers, just not quite as strong one on one as the heavy is. And a lot of their stuff is going to be charisma-based because they're also the face of the team in that regard. So I know Ducky was worried that he he was going to have to put on his best charismatic face, but don't worry about it, Ducky. You're the scout.
0: (laughs) I hope Than's charismatic face is not the same as Than's sexy face because that's going to be troublesome
1: for me. (laughs) It's it's jaunty Than. It's jaunty Than, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I so the commander, much like the heavy, has a specialized um, attack so to, sh- to kind of compensate for the fact that they're not quite as good in melee combat. They mostly use one-handed uh, weapons, but they do get a bonus to their damage rolls that they make with one-handed weapons. And much like the heavy, they also get to attack twice on a turn when they make the attack action. Wicked. Um, just like the medic is very good at resisting things like poison, the commander's resolve as kind of the leader of the team they are immune to the frightened and charmed conditions. And they also have an aura of protection around them. So both the commander and anybody who's within 10 feet of them, they get a plus two bonus to all their saving throws. And anybody else who's within the commander's 10-foot aura also can't be frightened or charmed. So the commander is going to import a couple of roles from 5th edition that is sort of part um, paladin and part bard um, to act as both an attacker and also a, a support person uh, for their team. Like it. Their dice, unsurprisingly, are called leadership dice. Um, and they can do a couple of different things. One is you can help set up your allies' attack with a distracting strike which deals extra damage, but it also allows one of your allies to get advantage on their next attack against that target. So you're sort of marking an Gotta enemy go, uh, for one of your allies to be able to hit, hit as well. For the you can buff one of your out allies with an ability called Morale. So that way it gives them a bonus potentially to their next um, attack or a skill check or something that they make by, by giving them sort of more morale and inspiration. Or they have a special ability called Rally, where uh, they can give their allies some temporary hit points and allow themselves to reposition around the field without provoking attacks of opportunity. So that kind of helps get them into better spots. So the idea that they're the team leader, they're kind of coordinating the action and telling people where to go, how to set up their attacks, making sure that everybody is getting to to where they they need to go at any given time. So that's the commander in a nutshell. Um, I don't know if I might add one other thing to the commander because I was worried that maybe I didn't give them quite enough, but that might also uh, be dealt with by different kinds of item pickups and things like that also.
0: They they got some sort of like nuke-esque kinda thing.
1: They they might be able to find something Ooh. uh in, along those lines. Yes. You never know. Right. Um the commander is going to also be carrying um not quite a, a nuke, but they're gonna get a set of blast runes. Because part of your your guys' mission, um, that I guess I can reveal is that the premise of this adventure will be you guys will have to break into um an enemy technology lab and you'll have to plant blast runes or essentially a, a time bomb on their power source and you're tasked with um either stealing or destroying the secret weapons that your enemy is developing Sick. from this facility
0: wicked um better have them wear a skirt then so you can lift it and drop a nuke <laughs> uh <laughs> that's behind the third door that we failed to open excellent <laughs> yeah so if if i switch tabs
1: Oops. Yep. Well, that um, show you guys like the the landing screen that I have here. It for...
0: Does let I me mean, go bigger on here.
1: That's yeah. Token. Let me do that and zoom in a little bit here. Perfect. So show you guys some like the the token icons and stuff that I have. So this is what the opening screen will look like um, when we get there. So these will be your objectives that you guys have to do. Um, the different tokens that I came up with for the characters. And so we'll have different tabs and things like that. So there'll be items that you guys can find that will further expand your abilities and things like that. Um, So for instance, there are various weapons pickups that you might be able to find. So if you want to be able to find cool stuff like, say, a plasma ray or a rapid fire attachment. Those will be different things that uh, you'll be able to, to (laughs) uncover. That's in there. What's that? Ooh, tentacle rod. (laughs) Yeah. So you never know what you might find in a secret laboratory. So a lot of those items will remain secret for now. There will be, um, a few things that you guys already have. Yeah. Like everybody's going to start with a healing potion. Everybody has a healing potion macro, uh, because one of the things, um, of course, like we used to do for D and D is that if the audience wants to join in, spend some of their channel points, they can grant inspiration. They can uh, give people an adrenaline surge to give them a little bit of healing if they need so on and so forth. Awesome. Um, so you guys will like your, your different dice pools and stuff. A lot of those were charged on a short rest, but because you guys are on kind of a, a stealth infiltration mission, there will be a time limit that's attached to this you guys won't have time for a long rest most likely you might have time for one maybe more than one short rest depending on how you play things but yeah there is going to be an element of time management that goes into this as well for you guys to work your way through the dungeon
0: that's cool because that that kind of keeps us to a you know a, a set time frame but also like it adds a yeah adds that sense of urgency which like you know can up the amount of excitement that that um Comes with doing a mission, so oh yes. Time management. Oh dear, <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, this looks freaking sweet. Um, Spectral Marines Five is especially nice touch. I, I like the <laughs> the name of the campaign. That's really cool. Um, but I wanted to I wanted to say a very special thank you to you for the amount of work that's gone into creating this because um you sent through obviously the the pdf of all of the um the the classes and for me i struggle with (laughs) with retention um uh written retention so this this kind of explanation works better for me but um the amount of work that you put into like the story and the characters and and the law and obviously all of that will, will come to fruition next week but yeah i wanted to say thank you for for putting the amount of um, effort into creating something that's like uniquely special to uh, to us as a community, because you
1: know I'm looking forward to it.
0: Where, where else are you going to play a, a SM5 based one shot campaign? <laughs> like that's something I don't think many people would have done if anyone's done. So um, world premiere, never been done. Oh, I'm so excited, man! It's going to be so good um but yeah thank you sir i appreciate all the work that you've done it's gonna be if it's anything like the campaign that that we played uh you know that you guys have continued to play uh it's gonna be something special so um i'm very very excited
1: um i think it'll be a good event hell yeah hell yeah cool um all right can i pop back over to just the d-person view and absolutely kill the screen share Cool. yeah if
0: you stop there i will click this button boom i know for certain that hoodie's gonna be jealous fuck he's missing out i that's the one thing i really i feel and i'm glad that we have aiden because i think aiden's mm-hmm. gonna like um kill it because aiden's playing yeah it, you know, yeah. And
1: Aiden is a very smart, very crafty d and d player. I've played with with them both um both as a player and and a DM. yeah. Um, I've played in in one of Aiden's campaigns and they've played in um, a, a couple of d d uh, adventures that I've done. So definitely a, a crafty creative player will be a good addition to the party.
0: <laughs> um, and whilst I'm excited to play with them, I am very uh, upset that unfortunately, uh, one hoodlum won't be able to to um, hang out with us. Um but I know he'll be he'll be watching and, and be enjoying. Um I forgot I gifted Picarlos a sub here because you gotta
1: deserve more subs. Ah,
0: Lucy, thank you so much. <laughs> That's very nice of you. No
1: hoodie. Who will sexually harass the NPCs? <laughs> it's a mis- it's a mystery. let uh, see what I
0: happens. will step up. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be fine, we can shove uh DK continu- continue to build the world and use it for campaign two of our D group i mean i would i wouldn't be surprised if if people reach out and be like hey um can you maybe you know send me <laughs> send me the the deets and maybe we build our own campaign based around it that'd be kind of cool to see it kind of grow
1: like i like said it. I'm, I'm happy to share the document that i came up with that explains the various class abilities and and things like that um I haven't put into the final document yet the exact mechanics of it. I have that set up on roll 20, like on what exactly all the dice do. I have the kind of broad outline of the document. So I'll mm. share that with people, but I can get it updated if people want to use it for their, their own home games or something like that, if they want yeah. to. Um, Oh, I, I can't
0: wait. It's going to be really fun. And yeah, I, I know that, um, I know that there are a lot of people looking forward to seeing the campaign unfold as well. So, um once again we'll we'll mo- most of us will look to to do the um nat 1 nat 20 challenge so um again we are raising funds for a charity um so if you want to participate all you have to do is for every uh nat 1 or nat 20 that's rolled throughout the campaign uh we will donate two dollars uh to the to the cause um last year we rolled uh, way higher than the average <laughs> which which was kind of nice hopefully that that trend kind of continues um but we'll so the see. more
1: flash of inspiration you guys redeem the higher chance we have of rolling ones and 20s <laughs>
0: um get ready to spend some channel points kids um <laughs> I, I can't wait um was there anything else that you want to touch on
1: with the campaign i think that's mostly a pretty good preview other than that like i want to keep some of the some of the surprises available for next week but wanted to do a quick preview of like just what people are looking at on the screen and some of the things that you'll be doing and the possibility for your different weapons pickups and things like that yeah so it'll be Again, it's it's combining a lot of things that I just enjoy from my nerd experience, from classic D and D to SM5 to real time strategy games to sci-fi and fantasy to first person shooters, all kinds of stuff, and yeah. just trying to throw everything in. And I'm just like, this this is cool from this genre. Let me throw that in the game. And
0: that's got to be like so satisfying as a DM to do as well. Like pick and choose all the best things from the things that you love and roll that into one campaign.
1: I mean, that's basically what a DM
0: is supposed to do anyway. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're
1: only as good as the material that you steal from your favorite sources, so.
0: Um, good afternoon, Boat Boy. How are you, man? Uh, if the heavy rolls are one and re-rolls, it gets another one. Do we pay for both? Uh, I reckon. <laughs> I'm going to go. Uh, so. Well,
1: that was, that'd was be for damage rolls, so it wouldn't be, those wouldn't be on D20s. Oh, yeah, yeah, so it's going to so be we, D20s. W- we won't have to worry about managing that.
0: Uh, what I think we might do is, seen as the heavy... Uh, Gets what gets a crit roll on a nineteen and twenty.
1: Mm-hmm. I think I yeah.
0: might roll the nineteens in there as well, um, but maybe we'll. Yeah, we'll well, it'll
1: it'll that. Pa- it'll pop up in green text on roll twenty anyway, so we'll be perfect. able to see them easily enough.
0: Absolutely perfect. Uh, the final thing, uh, actually, I'll say that for a question off here. I think. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I can't wait. If you if you're interested in uh, checking checking out the campaign um the start time i believe uh hang on where's my where's my bloody uh, schedule here we go announcements um so i'll I'll go i'll run through the the um the play for the day uh, as it stands so first up uh myself and my amazing wife dan will be playing a game called a way out we had a first session of a way out um on monday we'll be playing another one this coming monday and then we'll hopefully have the conclusion of the game on the charity stream which is this time next week um if you missed the first session go back and watch it because uh turns out my wife is uh hilarious i mean i already knew that uh, but she's hilarious and very charismatic on camera um i might have to use her talents and like get her on stream way more often because um the first first session (laughs) was so good (laughs) are you done stealing sheets yet uh yes yes we did all that um very very effective at stealing sheets uh so that'll be the first oh she was so she was so funny man it was so good um that was the first uh that's the first game of the day uh followed by a game called i am fish Um, which uh, I tested out very, very briefly. It looks like it's going to be an infuriating game uh, where you play as as a fish trying to escape the way to freedom. It's very Nemo-esque, Finding Nemo. Um, So that should be pretty fun. Uh, After that, we'll be playing a a community Hoons Dead by Daylight session. If anyone wants to join in, send me a message. We have uh, almost the full session, but if you'd really like to play in that, let me know. I can sort you out uh i know a guy uh and then after that will be a D one shot that starts at 2 p.m new
1: zealand time um and which wait. we decided is 6 p.m pacific and <laughs> 8 p.m central 9 eastern for so the, a- for the u.s actually what time is it there at the moment uh because right now 6? it is right now it's 6:20, yeah and we yeah. started at five o'clock my time so we're starting D an hour later than we do the resupply podcast That's right. okay exactly right
0: um or or 20 20 minutes ago (laughs) 20 minutes ago next week Um,
1: we're less than 7 full days away from the premiere
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm so excited, after that we'll be playing Golf With Your Friends uh, on Xbox Game Pass for PC Uh, that we can have up to 12 players we've got about half full, if you want to play let me know Um, followed by Broforce which would be myself, Frosthammer uh, Grey and Steve from These Four Walls um Steve and Gray will actually be probably with us the entire day. Uh Steve will be um will be doing our regular uh charity amount updates. Um I'll try and find a way that we can bring him into the D- the D D voice chat as well. Um it might be a little difficult but we'll see. Uh bigger. Rocket League after that, and then the final session of the evening will be a Recfest community hoon, which we can have up to sixteen players. So if you got, if anyone out there wants to play that, again, Game Pass for PC, download Recfest. Let me know uh, in the Discord exclamation Discord and chat. Um, we, you have an idea for Steve and D and D? Ooh, excellent! All right, come, come. If you got time, come join us in in uh, voice chat after the podcast, and let me know. Um. Yeah, and that'll be. Hopefully, that'll take. A, well, that'll take us through to midnight, and then if we've reached our ten thousand dollar target, the Clippers will be coming out, and um, and we'll probably. It's probably going to take a little while to prep my hair, and then cut it off. So <laughs> the stream will probably go for anywhere up to another hour after after that midnight. So it's going to be a a long day, but it's going to be a real fun day. So come hang out with us and and have a amazing time. Um
1: right that'll probably do us for this week we were gonna and i just i just dropped into the discord chat the the pdf of the D &D sm5 document so people can check that out in the general yarns on our discord channel if they would like
0: um that's in the general chat yeah yeah wicked i might actually uh we'll talk about it off off stream um that's fine um we were gonna we were gonna talk about uh we're gonna deep dive into a into a brisbane um point of view space marines game but we will dive into that uh, on on a future episode of the resupply there won't be a a show next week because obviously we'll be doing the charity stream um but we will be back with a, a recap pod of sorts for the following week um hopefully hopefully the community can gather if you know any friends or family That would like to donate any amount please 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 send them the link uh which is journey boom that link there if you want to send them the link and like hustle them or shake them down for some cash that'd be much appreciated um but otherwise come along have a great day and hang out with us um have some fun i can't wait so excited yeah um but for this week for this week i've been guy next door i've been dk uh, always remember to backtrack kids we'll see you next week